0: Today is September thirtieth, two thousand twenty-one. Hello, everybody. My name is Tommy. This is the Tommy Experience. Thank you for listening and tuning in, um, like on Facebook and Twitters and Instagram and all that. My usual spiel. Anyways, uh, big show for you today. Uh, Griffin, my cousin Griffin, is on the podcast for to talk about us going to Talladega this weekend. We are super excited. It's his bachelor weekend. It's just he and I, and we're driving down south, and we're going to go to Talladega all weekend long. Um, We're very excited about it. This is a trip that we probably have been thinking about and dreaming about since we were like 9 or 10, and it's happening. We're very excited for it. Uh, So we're going to talk about that. Uh, But before we get to that, a couple of announcements. First off, I've been talking about it for a very long time, but our walk, our Anthony Rizzo Foundation walk, is coming up on October 9th. My good friend Pat started a team, and we are looking for donations for that team. So if you go to TommyExperience.com, Right on the front page, there's a link. You can go and donate and help us out. So we're very excited to do that for our old pal, Anthony Rizzo. So make sure that you go and log on to that. and Or just send us a message on Twitter or something. Tell us to walk faster or something like that. That'd be cool. So that's personal stuff. Next would be some Bears news that broke. There's been a purchase order signed by the Bears to uh, purchase the area around arlington park and where the uh, racetrack for the horses used to be Uh, this is not a final sale this is just like a congratulations we're picking your bid to move forward with a sale so it's not definite and it's not for sure yet but things are looking like the bears are going to move to arlington heights well first let me let me just lay the facts out this is not guaranteed the bears moving to arlington heights This is them simply winning a bid to get the opportunity to buy the land to go to Arlington Heights. I think indoor football in Chicago is a crime, and I think that's where we're headed. So that's sad, but I understand where the Bears are coming from. They really don't have much room in Chicago to build on the stadium that they have. They need more parking. They need more amenities, and they're not able to do that. So I understand it as much as I love Soldier Field and love going to the two football games that I've ever been to at Soldier Field. It was a great time. But I understand what they're doing, and NFL is a business, and this is how they're going to make more money, and this is going to make the Bears worth more money if a sale were to happen of the Chicago Bears and the McCaskies were trying to get out of it. This is how they could do it. They have this land. They could sell the team saying, hey, not only do you get the team, but you get this land, and you can build your own stadium." It's kind of like franchise mode on Madden right now or ownership mode on Madden where they can somebody could just buy the Bears and build their own stadium. So I get it, I understand it, it sucks and I'm upset about it, but I understand what's happening, but it's not even happened yet, so I don't want to fret on it too much, but it does look like the Bears are on their way to Arlington Heights at some point. Next, Cubs, Uh, we're in the last week of the season, this will be the last podcast of the Chicago Cubs season, thank God, I don't know if I could do it anymore. The Cubs had their last homestand over the weekend and after the game, Wilson Contreras, kind of looked around and did like the Chris Bryant kind of thing, looking around what may be the last time in the home dugout. I hope that's not the case, and it better not be the case. That could be the second biggest mistake that the Cubs could ever make, the first being that they didn't sign and extend Chris Bryant for life. Second would be Wilson Contreras. You're not going to find a better catcher or a better leader at the catching position than Wilson Contreras. Anything it would be a downgrade from what they have right now, and I just don't understand how they don't get something done with Wilson. So, I don't know. I don't want to talk about the Cubs anymore. I'm done with the Cubs. You can read about it on CubbyScript.com. Okay, so those are the things that I wanted to point out. I'm going to get the football picks after I talk to Griffin, but I want you to hear me talk to Griffin. We just talked about going to Talladega and the implications of Talladega, and we talked about playing video games. It's fun. It's my cousin Griffin and I having a recorded conversation, and that's super fun. So, here it is. Here is Griffin Eldred all right Uh, i'm here with a returning guest now happy to be here yep cousin griffin is here because big weekend coming up we're going to talladega to watch the nascars saturday the trucks in the xfinity series and sunday the big boys it's the playoffs it's important and we will be there
1: and, uh, I,
0: so I feel like I say, especially to
1: Megan every, every weekend, uh, when a race is coming on. Hey, this is my favorite race of the year. You want to watch it? This one is legitimately my favorite race of the year to watch every year. Something about the fall makes Talladega much more fun. Yes. And we're going to be at my favorite race that happens every yes, single year.
0: This is both of our favorite track. Um, it's one that we grew up watching. And now we're going to be there. Now we're going to watch it happen. Talladega is the biggest track on the circuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's oval, I suppose. Oval, yeah. sure. Uh, two and a half miles or more, probably more. It's big. I mean, driving past it, all you can see is the big hill. And you're thinking, why is there a hill? This is southern Alabama. And that's the turn three and four. Like, it's huge. It's massive. It just, It's just big. And we're gonna be there. If we went there when we were
1: eleven or twelve, we'd want to be there in the winter to go sledding down that hill. Oh my gosh, absolutely! And would, you know what? That's you know, if someone from the International Speedway Corporation is listening, um, you know, give me some royal. That's a hell of an idea S- for your Christmas events. Yeah, snow
0: events. machine. Does um, it snow yeah. in Alabama? Uh, like the north part. No. Mm. Maybe you can get a snow machine and put it on the yeah. Put it on like the slope there.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah, they do that. Yeah. yeah, that's a
0: thing. Anyways, huge track, huge race. We're going to be there. There's implications because we are in the NASCAR playoffs. We have some crowd favorites that are still in the standings. Um, I did write down the standings here, Griffin, so we can kind of talk about logistics, but also just be in awe that we're going to Talladega. Yes, oh yeah um, This is Griffin's bachelor weekend, because he's getting married mm-hmm. at The end of October mm-hmm. uh, I, his best man The best, best man uh, no. no, well, I mean Co-best, <laughs> best men Well, you came up with the idea
1: to take us to Talladega So Degas. yes The bar, so, that sets the bar so. Sure,
0: whatever Now, this, this is just as much for me as it is for you Let's not get carried <laughs> away here We're going to Talladega, as we've said eight times now Um, We're going to go Friday. We're going to leave here at 3 a.m. and head south. uh, And we're going to the North Georgia State Fair also as well on Mm -hmm. Friday. We won't be tired at all. No. No. It'll be fine.
1: That's what Red Bulls are
0: for. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Shout out Red Bull. Mm -hmm. Sponsor us. We'll get to our uh, residence uh, in in South Atlanta um, probably sometime at the nighttime and then we're gonna wake up stupid early Mm -hmm. because we have to go to waffle house Mm -hmm. and then go to the track i looked the parking lots open at 7 a.m local time absolutely which we will be there i'm in uh parking is free from what i've heard which is fantastic i would hope uh and then we'll walk in i don't know how long it's going to take us to walk in because i don't really know where we're parking and it's a big track so whatever and then we'll just go in, and then we'll go to the garages and look at stuff, and it'll be great. Super excited. I am excited, too. So that's Saturday and Sunday, and then we'll make the whole trip back to Chicago on Monday. Mm. This past weekend, I went to Pittsburgh, and round-trip, it was about 1,000 miles. I think we can do over 2,300. I So uh, my personal best, I set
1: I set my own personal best this, uh, this April. I did 2,500 in two days. So... Mm. I think four days we can best it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. 25-2, and huh? Mm -hmm. Where did you go?
1: Uh, That's when I went to Valdosta. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. I was back and forth around Georgia. Yes. Yeah. NASCAR.
0: NASCAR. So, like I said, this is the playoffs. This is a very important race because at Talladega, anything could happen at all times. Mm -hmm. But then also, right after Talladega is the Roval It's Charlotte. Good luck, everybody. (laughs) And then there's a cut. They're cutting four people out of the out of the playoffs to get it down to eight people. So in the playoffs right now, here are your standings. Safe from illumination right now. Denny Hamlin. He he won at Vegas uh, yesterday, and uh, we're recording this on Monday. Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna put this out on Thursday. So a few days ago, a few days ago, Sunday. Hamlin Hamlin won the race. Uh, and then Larson is in second in the points. Kyle Busch, Truex, Blaney, Elliott. And then all those guys relatively safe. Mm-hmm. Logano is six points above the cut line, and Keselowski is four points above. And then right now in the red, William Byron, Kevin Harvick, Alex Bowman, and Bell. Christopher Bell.
1: Yeah. So with Logano and Keselowski that low, yes. we know that Team Penske and the Fords really good at tell Well, first of all, Denny Hamlin, you're defending winner of this race. Yes. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have, I mean, you know, he can win at any time, but he probably just wants to exist in right. this race and not hurt himself. Probably. Yeah. Now that but, he's
0: locked in, he's probably going to stay out of the way of things. Who knows? Or maybe he has nothing to lose and doesn't care. But, sure. uh,
1: Kozlowski and Logano have a big, ch- you know, cause, yeah, Kozlowski just won in April. Uh, yeah. Logano spent that race upside down. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So that's right. But, you know, both of them have won this race before. They've won at Talladega numerous times. The Fords will be fine. The Fords tend to do very
0: well at the restrictor plate races because they all work together.
1: So that's the thing. Like, the Toyotas were, like, the first one were, like, just, like, the Gibbs cars and whatever small team they're supporting at the time. Yeah. Like, we'll take care of it. And then, you know, they just dominate everything. The Fords took that and tried it but they always end up like 50 laps to go something goes right. wrong like, something goes know, horribly like, wrong and course, they can't you know, recover that, yeah, yeah it doesn't it doesn't work out but we'll see what happens there but Christopher Bell is is one that's cuz I you know he's not known he, yeah. he never he doesn't come up when talking about um, restrictor plate tracks or Talladega specifically Right. but he's in a Toyota and they'll work together likely they'll do something you know they they want to keep all the Toyotas together but we're going to the Roval next, and who's the last guy to win? Not at this Roval, but the last guy to win at a Roval was Chris Revelle at yeah. Daytona. Yeah. Tracks are, of course, very different, but, you know, they do have their similarities. Still, yeah, still So the... he can't be completely bummed going in, like... Right. Because, obviously, you know, that his car has won uh, Daytona a couple years ago with Eric Jones. You know, yeah. But we know that his, you know anything can happen, but... Yeah. If anybody would be confident in the next two races... Um, Just getting out of Talladega, especially, I think Christopher Bell, you know, probably doesn't fear too much. Yeah.
0: And here's the thing going into Talladega, too. Kyle Larson sits 57 points above the cut line, and Christopher Bell is 25 points below the cut line. And either one of them can win this race. Yeah. Talladega is going to be insane. There's going to be the big wreck at some point Mm -hmm. that's going to take somebody out Mm -hmm. and... If it's Kyle Busch, he'll complain about how NASCAR's trying to kill them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he wins or he wrecks somebody else, it wasn't his fault. Right. But that's the thing. I I think this is just the most exciting part about going to the Talladega race is like... I already wanted to go to a Talladega race. And like the the, the spring race would be a good time too. Mm-hmm. Same track, same mm-hmm. people. It would be fun. But now we're in like the playoffs knowing that the Roval is next week. So these guys that are out... Including Kevin Harvick are going to be trying to make a move, mm-hmm. and it's going to get wild and insane.
1: Oh yeah, uh, I mean, last time Kevin Harvick was in this position, he wrecked the field intentionally in 2015 and cost Jr. But correct, not that we're trying to bring up old stuff here. No, not that I'm ups- no. not that I'm upset about it. And the stupid no. overtime line rules, whatever. Joey Logano.
0: Right. Uh, <laughs> I have a question. Um, a couple of weeks ago in Bristol, I wasn't watching the race okay. live. Mm-hmm. There was beef with Chase Elliott and Kevin Harvick. Huge beef. Please explain. So,
1: as far, I haven't watched the video since then, but... I saw the yeah, interviews, that's Yeah, it. so, yeah, the, on tra- the on-track the on incident itself wasn't the most egregious thing. I mean, I thought Harvick got into Chase, which happens. It's Bristol. You can't you, be too... run yeah, into everybody he, at he all times. I don't think he did it on purpose. Harvick is a smart enough guy. He's been around the sport long enough. He had no reason to wreck Chase intentionally or right. cut a tire, or whatever. He had a fast enough car; he was catching him. He could have passed him. I don't think it was on purpose. Um, but accidents happen, and a guy like that doesn't have accidents very often. Sure. So when it happens, people notice. Chase comes back out on the track on new tires, and you know, very clearly sits in front of him. Uh, not direct. He didn't brake check him or anything, but he was kind just, of in his just, way just out of reach enough and to at make this it point annoying. he was like yeah.
0: he was a lap down out of it right
1: yeah right uh and his teammate passed harvick to win the race larson who it's not like a huge surprise he's very he's always been very, okay at bristol you know yeah. he's, a, he's won or uh, he had a race in 2013 with kyle bush in the xfinity series that he was side by side for the win like he knows this is yeah. a good kyle larson track right um so it's not like he'll, he could have very well caught him on his own um Chase was very upset, obviously, that he lost his chance to win the race. Harvick was upset that he did, too. The confrontation, all for it. I love it. I love I it. love confrontation. The only
0: thing that I hated about it was Kevin Harvick left his helmet on when he went up to Chase. <laughs> like, stop being a baby. I fe- And that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that's confusing. Because
1: we don't have a history that Chase Elliott's going to swing at anybody. I don't know. I mean, when's the last person? Logano and Bush were, the, like, the last people that swung at each other, yeah. right? Like, that was... A couple yeah. of years ago at Las Vegas. Yeah. But, um yeah,
0: yeah that was at Vegas. Usually, yeah. I feel like there was another one.
1: Yeah. They, it it doesn't, you know, it's not a, it's not often. Yeah, it's not often. And if, I, if if I'm Chase, I'm the one that's more mad anyway. And Chase so already
0: kind of had a thing with Denny Hamlin, remember, at yeah, Martinsville right. oh, a few God, years yeah. ago.
1: And that's all I thought about last night when they or sorry, on Sunday night when when <laughs> they were racing each other for the one like, oh, you know, that's it's interesting yeah. and then, yeah. you know, because the package is bad, they it's got strong out again. But <laughs> so they have their confrontation, and then they have a additional confrontation near the garage area. Yeah. Uh, this is where I have some
0: takes. All right. I love <laughs> it. I saw, yeah, I saw Chase and Harvick go into Chase's haller or- Yeah.
1: So they're having their confrontation, and Jordan Bianchi, a reporter uh, for The Athletic, who's followed, you know, been reporting on NASCAR for a long, long time. Sure. These guys know him. He's filming the thing, doing his job. Yeah. So, NBC, we're we can see where I'm watching NBC and watching this confrontation happen, and they're mad that a reporter that they both know is and Harvick's really mad. I can see Chase is upset about it too. I think he might have yeah. said something, but like that that was got kind of upset. Like, what do you expect is gonna happen? Like, if you're not in, pri- and then yeah. so then they go to the hauler and they solve it, but. I don't understand what's upsetting about him. And then the other thing, uh, I believe his name's Josh Jones, uh, is Kevin Harvick's PR guy okay. who's standing next to Harvick the whole time. Yep. Just rolling his eyes and laughing and just like, oh, God, you know, after everything Chase says, D- just let Harvick figure. Like, Har- they're not going to fight. Like, you don't have to. Like, I felt like he was instigating. Yeah. He really didn't help the situation. Yeah. Out. That one just really annoyed me. And then Cowboy Cerrone <laughs> comes, comes okay, up. Okay, yeah. The UFC fighter, right. That knocks people out for a uh-huh, living. Gets sure. in Jordan Bianchi's face when he keeps filming like, dude, Oh, that's you hilarious. have your whole posse here to beat up the entire garage. Wait, area. what is his relation to Kevin Harvick? He's uh, he's on his uh, KHI management. So he like he's signed to Harvick's management company. I think oh. Misha, Misha Tate is too, or at least oh. one. yeah. Wow. And then he's got like Harrison Burton and Ryan Priest yeah. in there too, but. Yeah, Cowboys, I just see a guy with, first of all, Cowboys, Roni, marked for himself, wearing his own t-shirt, which is hilarious. Love it. um, In public. And then just like. I would do that. (laughs) That's awesome. I just, I, I, I mean, it, you know what It's I, better yeah. than good. Good thing he drives a subway car now, so he doesn't have Brock Lesnar following yeah, him around about, like yeah. he used to. that was
0: gonna be what I said. Like it never <laughs> it occurred nice. to me. It never occurred to me that um, Kevin Harvick changed from Jimmy John's to Subway until right in just the, now. In the same year. Yeah, in he the drove same a, year. I
1: think he drove a Jimmy John's car this yeah,
0: year. Yeah, it never occurred to me that that happened until right just now. And his subway car looks pretty good. It does. But <laughs> eat fresh. Yeah, but, yeah, Jimmy John's, he would have had Brock Lesnar in his corner. Yeah. And who does Chase have with Napa?
1: Michael Waltrip. He has a bunch of Michael's Wal- girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got <laughs> Michael Waltrip from 2011 yeah. running away from the scene of a car accident in his yes. socks. Yes. Of when he's under the influence. Mm-hmm. That Mikey. That's my Mikey. That's
0: my Mikey. <laughs> Yikes. So that happened at Bristol. Uh, nothing really carried over to Las Vegas. Uh, Hamlin wins. Now we go to Talladega. Uh, Did we mention that we're going to Talladega?
1: Yeah, we're going to Talladega.
0: Going to Talladega. I just, I'm excited because like Talladega was the track that I played on all the video games, like Mm -hmm. as far back as NASCAR 98 on Mm -hmm. a computer.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, (laughs) flirting with disaster, Molly Hatches. I remember that was ingrained in my brain with my Cheeto dust fingers on the PlayStation One. Of course, it's
0: 2005 when I'm playing NASCAR 98. Yeah, But I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. Well, yeah, I was playing it. In 98, 99 like five years old, and I remember I only like, <laughs> Dad would only let me play Talladega because I didn't have to break. So you just go right. Yeah. But the thing that I didn't really appreciate about that game was that on the pace laps, you actually drove the pace laps. Really. And you were in control the whole time. It wasn't like <laughs> simulated or anything. And you could hit the, you could hit the pace car. And you would get, like, three warnings, and then they'd send you to the back of the pack or whatever. Oh, they have Kyle Busch mode? <laughs> yeah, they have Kyle Busch mode. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. But <laughs> that's why I love Talladega so much is because that's the only track that I used and oh, played yeah. with. It yeah, was like, I played.
1: I remember in, uh, man, in in college, I would be in my dorm on the PlayStation 2 playing NASCAR 09, and I'd play, just play Talladega all the time. Yeah. I don't know why I was always Juan Pablo Montoya in the Juicy Fruit car. Sure. I don't know why. But I just wanted to get to a point where I could, and I just, like, I just wanted to get it to a point where I had a photo finish. Yeah. And I never could, because I, I would either be 22nd, or I'd lap the field on fuel mileage or something. Yeah. But
0: that, it's Yeah, so much as fun. the game went on, like, 2000, I think NASCAR Thunder 2004 was the best of the bunch. Mm-hmm. But after that, like, 05 and 06 and 07, like, it started getting easier. Yeah. Like, you weren't allowed to, like, put it on hard mode and have to break. And there was one game before NASCAR heat that came out. Mm-hmm. It was like Tony Stewart's game or something like okay. that. I don't remember what it was called, but it was a NASCAR game. Mm-hmm. And it, you were in full, like it was difficult. Like mm-hmm. you had to shift on a controller. Like you probably oh, should, yeah. you probably should have had a, uh, the, a wheel for yeah, this the wheel and the pedals and stuff. But of course I didn't. Right. Uh, so you had the, you had the shift and stuff with your controller mm-hmm. and it was difficult and it was fun. And I was finishing every race in, like, 22nd right. or whatever, but it was fun because every now and then you would win. Yeah. And I wanted that challenge, but the EA Sports version just got yeah. easier and easier. And I don't even know what NASCAR Heat is now.
1: Right. Yeah. I haven't played I, – I, I have, like, NASCAR Heat 3, and I played it a couple times. And it, like, because that's the thing. I just wish – I just want NASCAR 2 Thunder 2004 and just update it every year. Just like, update, yeah. Do the exact same game. Like I see, I don't know.
0: I've said that about Madden and stuff. It's like you don't need a new Madden every single year. I do don't... a new game every five years and then just like you buy the disc and then you pay update, like ten dollars yeah. or fifteen dollars yeah. for
1: an update every year. Right, but of course, you know that makes this makes more money, which Correct. Sucks. But like, I don't even need better graphics. Like no. I have on my on my tele <laughs> my television that's too big for my apartment. I played NASCAR 2005. Right now, I'm in a so I'm in a pixely. great career mode on yeah. 2005. I had uh, my I just started in the Cup Series. Yeah. Um, but my ex- my uh, Bush Series my previous Bush Series season, I won half the races. Beautiful. Um, but so is a little, but it's still so much fun. Yeah. But 2004 f- is the most challenging because that career mode you have to hire and fire everybody and buy all of your components and you start. As the absolute worst driver yeah. ever. Yeah. And you you're excited to get 39th. Like once you get your first top yeah, 40, it's rewarding. oh my god! Like I I had I haven't played it in a little bit, but like I had a race at Kansas. I finished 16th somehow. I was I was so ex- I'd never been so excited <laughs> playing a yeah. video game. Like oh my god! I got a top 20. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. And I was back to finishing 40th. Yeah. But, such is life.
0: <clears throat> I went when I went to Atlanta in june i think i went and i sent you the picture of the xbox mm-hmm. like i was trying to fire it up i couldn't get it to work <laughs> i could never get a race to start but i tried to start <laughs> it and i don't know if it was a disc problem or the actual xbox problem but it's over i think the dream is dead i, I was gonna bring it up and like investigate it further and i was like yeah i don't know we'll i see. got
1: a uh, when i got the original xbox that i have in my apartment now it was like 2018 i got it for 40 bucks and it works fantastic. <laughs> Okay. I, I might have two controllers, so if you want oh, to come over babe, and we'll well, play Well, if you ever NASCAR need an extra, Thunder. there's like seven yeah. controllers down
0: where we're going. So <laughs> We'll bring some up. Yeah. I might as well just grab it and bring yeah, it up yeah, here. Yeah. What, we'll enough? have room in the car. <laughs> you have plenty of room. Yeah. yeah. You
1: have plenty of TVs here where you can have it plugged in. So Absolutely. Multiple. You can bring yours over. We can All play right, side <laughs> by side. <laughs> oh my God. We're not even going to do multiplayer. We'll just
0: do... We'll, well, just... That, well, I know back in the day, there was a cord that like you could connect two Xbox consoles together, I think. Mm-hmm. And with that cord, like you could both play together, but on different TVs. So that's the
1: thing. Cause like, especially when we were play, when we would play, I remember going to Georgia for Thanksgiving one year and we played 2005. Yeah. I remember we did a Bush race and I was Tim Fidoa. I don't know why I remember that, but I remember sure. that very vividly. And we were on the-, the TV in the craft room and playing multiplayer. And that's a very small screen. Yeah. And I, I forgot how much, how hard it was to play a multiplayer game because you get half the screen. Like, you can play online with anybody around the world. You have your whole screen. Right. But the struggle, and can you imagine, like, these things have four controller ports on it. Like, how in the world are you supposed to do anything? (laughs) And then, of course, you can't race with a full field.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's only 19 cars (laughs) or whatever. And then when there's four, what is it? Just the four of you? Yeah. (laughs) uh, I did, uh, (laughs) my friend Drew and I, when we were little, what we would do is we would play it. But we would always be at Bristol, and we would we would stop, and then turn around and go backwards, mm-hmm. and we wouldn't stop until Dale Jr. and Tony Stewart were out of the race, and <laughs> then we'd keep going. Right. For whatever reason, I had a vendetta against Dale Jr.
1: Oh well, that's just the thing. Like I was I the know, same way. Like, I don't
0: know why. I think it was because everybody liked him so much, yeah. and like I like I knew that his dad passed away, mm-hmm. and I was a fan of his dad's. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just whatever. I I I didn't like him. I have an idea of what it is. Okay. You're a Gordon fan. Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, That's just the thing. And everybody, yeah, maybe that was it because everybody hated Jeff Gordon but loved Dale Jr. Like
1: when I first started watching, I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I liked it, Jeff Gordon, and Jeff Gordon fans don't like Dale Jr. No problem. I got it. But then – he wasn't winning races all the time. I'm like, yeah. I like Dale Jr. a lot. Yeah. I really like Dale Jr. But then Jr. wasn't winning any races for right. a that's while, a th- No, that's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like. I appreciate it. And that's why I didn't like Tony Stewart when I started watching because he won the championship, yeah. and then he won one of the, he won a race that I went to in 2007, uh, oh, and a yeah. fight broke out in the stands, which was I've, awesome. Yeah, I've seen but,
0: him win, and I've seen both Bush brothers win. I mm-hmm. remember seeing Kurt win in Atlanta when nobody liked him. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh.
1: I can't imagine like the turnaround of Kurt Bush. That's again, that's a whole nother podcast. is Kurt yeah. Bush from 2010 to now, <laughs> right? Yeah,
0: it, yeah, yeah. Now he's a good guy, and everybody yeah, likes everybody. Loves Kurt, and he won. Yeah, he won in Atlanta this year. He and beat out his was, brother. And everybody, everybody went was, crazy. Yeah, it was he great. He said shake and bake, and everybody was pleased. He did. He yeah, did. And that's exactly what happened too. Man, what have we covered? Video games. Talladega. Talladega.
1: I got some takes on. Uh, Please. I got some more. So this morning we got. So first of all. One of my favorite drivers, Landon Castle. He's going to race this weekend. No, he's in the '96 car. Go, Landon Castle. That's I'm amazing. I'm so excited. So, because he was running t- like I think he like he was running really good at Daytona. Yeah. So let's go, Landon Castle. He's got a top five at Talladega. I mean, let's and he could, he could win. Yeah, he can. Th- uh, of course, anybody can. And it would be, as far as I remember, the first driver to win a playoff race that isn't in the playoffs, which would be fantastic. Yeah, but,
0: that almost happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah um somewhere i don't remember uh i remember it being said yeah i think ross
1: chastain had a chance a couple was it Darling, was it darlington and yeah, richmond he yeah. was yeah
0: it was richmond i think yeah. and he then almost, tyler reddick
1: yeah. was leading late yesterday or on sunday um so you know, a couple days ago so it's looming yeah right and then uh this morning uh we got dual announcements i believe it was this morning um Justin Haley, who normally drives seven seventy car or seventy-seven car is gonna be in the number sixteen that AJ Almendinger's won with, the car that he's going to drive full time next year for colleague racing. Uh, so he has a good shot to win the race. Um, but his normal ride, the seventy-seven, has Illinois' own Justin Allgaier behind the wheel. Oh, baby. Which I'm very pleased about because I love Justin Allgaier. Heck, yeah. That's another guy. It's going to be, you know, we may as well well consider it another Hendrick car. So that's all. Yeah, I'm I'm all in on Allgaier. That's fun, too, because we
0: have so many guys that, like, that we want to watch. Oh yeah! I hope your scanner has presets. I didn't look at that setting before I bought it. We'll have plenty of time to figure it out too. <laughs> yeah, we'll get the list and everything.
1: On the way down, I'm just gonna scan into trucks and just see what I can. Hear. Yes, man. <laughs> Does that <if> work? <laughs> well,
0: you can listen, but you can't talk. No, apparently fine. those are hard to come by. Yeah, I don't need to. Talk. <laughs> I don't think we need to talk. Apparently, to... <laughs> the general public can't really get on the right on the waves yeah. of the NASCAR radio. You know, I'm fine with that. I think it would be great. <laughs> hey, Chase, could you go a little faster? You got it, bud. Thanks. Hate it for my guys. Yeah. <laughs> hate it for my guys. Uh, but yeah, going to Dago. We're all suited up. Uh, Griffin will be rocking a Bubba Wallace shirt on Sunday. Go Bubba. i Home will be, boy yep, for Alabama. Yep. I'll be rocking a Chase Elliott. Um, I had trouble picking my shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted the Napa shirt because, I mean, that's his primary mm-hmm. scheme. I, blue is my favorite color. But I was torn between that, and I really liked the Hooter scheme. Mm-hmm. And then I also wanted to get a shirt of the car that he was going to be driving right at Dega. And I ended up going with that, even though it's red. Red isn't really my color, but he's driving that car. It's our first time at Dega. Like, I felt like I needed to wear the car that he was going to be racing in.
1: Understandable. So
0: I went with that. Um, and i'm very excited to wear it and i'm very excited to go to the race we got garage passes i've never been i've never done a garage experience before right. but yeah. you have correct i've
1: done so not really i mean i've been in like the inf- like like the infield thing where yeah. it's like kind of a fan zone but you can't go in so yeah and i've been in the infield of indianapolis but yeah. of course that's not really an you know so well, you know we'll what, you no, know what, yeah. you
0: know all the things that you could fit in the infield of Indianapolis. Oh
1: right, you know, like the the state of Kentucky. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the entire Eastern Steuborn.
0: Yeah, and the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. Sideways. Uh, yeah, <laughs> sideways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not twice. Up. Yeah,
1: It's not tall enough to fit vertically. Yeah,
0: I'm excited. Uh, the garage passes are going to be incredible because I've never had that experience before. Right. Yeah. I've never really done that. Um I think they open uh, the parking opens at 7 and then the garage is open at like 8 or 9 or something mm-hmm. so we'll be there right at the beginning of course after we go to our w- waffle house for breakfast but I think we need to talk about predictions.
1: Oh yeah, I got I have ma- I'm uh I wonder if the entry list has come out for uh the truck race and stuff cuz there there's, there might be like some weird I looked so
0: I looked up a couple things and while you're looking it up yeah, just there's in, just in case. Yeah. I'll ramble. Um, I looked it up and there's no qualifying, so they're going to go off right. of points or, or last week's standings. I don't remember how they do it, but they said that they're going to release it on Wednesday. So Denny Hamlin is probably going to lead, and then Chase behind him, Kyle Larson behind him too. I hope that Chase can just stay out of the way. Griffin's laughing, and I don't know why. So it's not funny, but we just we do
1: have an announcement. Um okay. Breaking news. Yeah, for uh, the 24 truck on uh, on on Saturday. Yep. Uh, driven by Jack Wood for GMS. Uh, sponsored by Azalea Gynecology. <laughs> Presented without comment. Uh, awesome. They sponsor Jeffrey Earnhardt at Daytona. Uh, I will be rooting for this car. Oh, call.
0: hard. I need a t-shirt.
1: I really think, I. yeah, do they got t-shirts? Don't have entry lists, but we do have Jack Wood in the gynecology Jackwood Jack Wood in
0: the gynecology 24 truck. Uh, is that a Chevy? That would be a Chevrolet Silverado. I'm in. So
1: there's our guy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about the the truck series or the Xfinity series. I know that they have the same playoff formats mm-hmm. as well, different formats, but the same gist of the yeah. big guys. Mm-hmm. Um, is Matt Crafton still in the truck series? Very much so. So he's going to win. Okay. Probably. Yeah.
1: Uh, I, you know what? If a Menards vehicle is in a race, yeah, I'm going to support that car or I too truck
0: also as well. Um,
1: so yeah, Matt Crafton uh, is still kicking. Uh, he debuted in that in that truck for Thor sport in 2000 at Talladega in in Daytona. Oh, so the 88 (laughs) Menards. And then he, he missed one year when he went to Harvick's team, but yeah, yeah, he's been 20 years for the same, for the same team in the truck series and
0: and just staying in the truck series. He hasn't really moved around and it
1: took him almost 10 years to win a race. And then he won
0: three championships. And then he won, yeah, yeah. And then he's been unstoppable. Yeah, without so,
1: w- one of which he didn't win a race at all. Yeah, but he won the title.
0: Sure. Yeah, because that's that happens. yes yeah.
1: What a weird, what a weird series. I love the trucks. We,
0: yeah, that's a whole other episode too of how we can fix NASCAR. Oh God, I got ideas. Wow. <laughs> can you imagine? That's that's going to be an episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm in. Let's yeah. go down. The, we'll just go down the list of all the things that we can fix about NASCAR. Um, and then the Xfinity series, I don't know anybody. Okay.
1: I got We, we got a couple people to watch. Okay. So right now, A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, I'm always a... i am always I love A.J. Allmendinger. Yeah. And Austin Sindrick are in the fight of their lives for the championship. That's
0: right. They are
1: both running so well. And, of course, they had their ridiculous finish at Bristol where they crashed. That Man, was awesome. I think is my favorite NASCAR finish of all the probably the best two laps of NASCAR I t- I racing I turned it on right seen.
0: when it was happening too. It was incredible. Yeah,
1: the, the two the best two laps that like three four people led or something ridiculous. Yeah. Uh people and then AJ won the race and immediately he celebrated and then turned around and gotten into an ambulance, <laughs> which was hilarious. Yeah,
0: because they have to go to the infield care center. Awesome. Of course. Yeah. just perfect but that's going to be fun yeah. to watch. And now they're going to go to a super speedway where there's 30 something cars just in right. the way. Yeah. Give me that every single day. Yeah, we. I it, can't wait.
1: I think, uh, Josh Berry just won at Las Vegas. I'm not sure if he's going to be in that car again or if Michael and coming back or not yeah. because of his leg injury.
0: How many people but, are left in the, in the playoffs? Are are I, they that eight? I also, believe that or? they're at eight right now. Okay.
1: Um, because it started out as twelve, and I, I think they—or no, they no—they they maybe just they're started, at twelve also. They're still at twelve Yeah, okay. they, they just started the playoffs, so they're at twelve people. Okay. Um. So you got your your Allgaiers and your Gregsons and yeah, Cendric and and Almondinger, Justin Gregson. Haley, all that stuff. So,
0: Gregson, um, that's a name that I know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> the face says it all. Yeah, gross. <laughs> um. Okay. So now let's talk about the big boys. Let's get some predictions. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. I think we're gonna get a top five out of Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney.
1: I can see that. I yeah. think
0: we're gonna get a top ten out of Bubba. I,
1: God, I hope so.
0: I think. I mean, he finished. Uh, I mean, his first career race he finished second at Daytona, and he's run well at Talladega. Oh yeah, yeah. He he's had, just he's he, had some unfortunateness happen in I, front of him. He's won which,
1: stages. Yeah, he can. Yeah,
0: which you can't account for. Yeah, he
1: so, had a guy on his roof.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I think he gets top ten as far as a winner goes. Anybody but Kyle Bush. Yeah. Let's oh, go.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, like Ricky Stenhouse is always up there. It's always somebody that'll do something weird. Ricky
0: Spinhouse. Uh, yeah. Yes. Ricky
1: Stenhouse. Uh, <laughs> there, there's so many people that are good at speedway racing that can be up there. But and then there's people that you yeah. don't think about that can be up. You know, yeah. Corey LaJoy will lead a couple laps at some point. Yeah. You know, like is the,
0: if, is he if if he's driving the car with his face on it, <laughs> I'm changing everything. I I'm, I'm getting a shirt.
1: I think he just did on uh at, did at, at Vegas. It. Yeah, he it was his birthday, so he they they gave him a, they gave they put his face on the <laughs> he car. Did it on his birthday? Yeah, that's they, they put his face on the car, but it, they they like made him look old. That's He's awesome. Thirty. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, okay, so if he's running with his car, that's his face. Mm-hmm. Change everything. I'm getting a t-shirt with okay. just his face on it. <clears throat> I would like us to go home happy. So I would love it if Chase won or mm-hmm. Bubba won mm-hmm. or Blaney won. Yep. Somebody that we root for mm-hmm. constantly. Yeah, I mean Kyle Busch. When we're going to have a good time? Oh it's yeah, gonna we're going to have a great time with Kyle. But Bush Kyle Busch is going to
1: wreck, right? And at I, some point. Yeah, I, I just want to hear. I just want to hear something that will get the crowd on their feet. Because yeah. let's like you know if Kyle Busch crashes. Yes. Not that I want anybody crash, but if, no. you know if if misfortune. Befo- we don't want to,
0: anybody to crash, but it's happening. Yeah, like it's s- going to happen.
1: Uh, if if uh, unfortunate circumstances befall uh, Kyle Busch. Yes. I want to hear. Hundred thousand people yes. go insane. Yeah, uh, because I don't think there's going to be a lot of people uh, in the middle of Alabama that are going to be right. uh, cheering for Kyle Busch. So, right, I yeah. agree.
0: All right, Griff, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to pick one also, and you're going to pick one also too. Okay, but one guy. One guy. Who's winning the race? One guy to win the race. If I'm
1: if I were to put money down on somebody right now, correct. It would be Ryan Blaney.
0: Blaney to win.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I'd have a pretty good shot at it.
0: Yes. So here's what's funny, that was my pick too. Damn it! However, <laughs> just to be different, <laughs> I will make a different pick.
1: Okay, but we understand that we both agree that Ryan Blaney mm. has a great shot at winning. Ryan so Blaney, that's good. yes,
0: yeah. I think he's the one that's going to win it. But here's what I'm going to do, I'm going to pull an underdog. Okay, William Byron. William Byron is going okay. to win it, talent. The twenty-four. The twenty-four. I have never seen the twenty-four in victory lane. And I would like to. And I think that it's destiny because I was waiting until Talladega for it to happen. Yeah, yeah. I was supposed to see Jeff Gordon win in Atlanta in whatever year that was. Two thousand eleven, Labor Day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember walking home. Got rained post- out. Yep. And I was at
1: school mm-hmm. and I had to watch it. I I got home to see the last two laps. So mad. I, it was or it, it wasn't even Labor. I think it was it, it was the it, Tuesday, was, th- it was the Tuesday because we wouldn't have been. No, it yeah.
0: got rained out on Sunday and yeah, Monday, yeah. and they had to run it on Tuesday. And he just blew past Jimmy and yeah, won. They
1: had an incredible battle, and then he won his eighty fifth race. And I
0: should have been there, but I wasn't because I had to go to school like a
1: nerd. And then of course, you know, my first Cup race, I went to. <laughs> I cried.
0: Jeff Gordon, watched Jeff it, of Gordon and won at Chicago. Yep. Oh boy, yeah. Spawn um,
1: Mackenzie. Couldn't have been happier.
0: Uh <laughs> stupid Wisconsin. <laughs> um, okay, so your pick, Ryan Blaney, my pick, William Byron. Here's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. This weekend, we are going to record before we walk in on Saturday, mm-hmm. after we walk out on Saturday, mm-hmm. before we walk in on Sunday, after we walk out on Sunday, and then maybe in the car on the way home on Monday. We will have time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we're going to do that. All of the Talladega coverage. Mm-hmm. It's going to be incredible. Football. Will... What? What's football?
1: Yeah, they don't even have engines. It's crazy. Yeah. They Nerds. don't go fast at all.
0: That's right. <laughs> Griffin, thank you. Thank you, Tommy. See you at 3 a.m. on Friday.
1: I will be there with bells on. We. we.
0: <laughs> okay, big thanks to Griffin for coming on and talking with me and we talk about our trip. Uh, I think I mentioned this, but we are going to do recordings while we're there. And then I'll come out with an extra episode next week of all those recordings, so I'm excited for that. Um, I did find out during this interview, kind of, you could hear a buzzing. One of my cheap microphones now forever buzzes. So we're going to try to do it with one microphone, Griffin and I. I don't know how it's going to turn out, but we'll see what happens. If anybody wants to donate a really nice microphone or two for me to have, that would be great. Um, if you want to invest in the Tommy experience and pretend potentially, you know, become an owner or something like that, and you just want to donate, that'd be great. I am welcome to that. Open to that. Uh, If you want to pour your money into me, uh, I would graciously accept. Uh, So thank you, Griffin. Also, I found out this week that Joe Rogan's podcast is called the Joe Rogan Experience, and I had no idea about that when I made my podcast name. I, I knew that he had a podcast. I had never listened to it before. I thought it was just called Joe Rogan's Podcast, and it never occurred to me that it was the Joe Rogan Experience, so I didn't steal this idea, nor do I have as many listeners as he. So I don't think it's going to come to fruition there, uh, like something bad happened, but in case it does, I just want it to be known that I had no idea until this week that his podcast was called the Joe Rogan Experience. Okay, great. Great. All right, let's do football picks, um, really quick. I'm not going to do as long and elaborate as I usually do. I'm just going to give them to you right now. In college, Michigan, Wisconsin, I'm going over 43 and a half. That's one of those. It's definitely going to go under, so it has to go over. Uh, I did that last week with Notre Dame and Wisconsin, and it totally worked. Texas TCU is going to be over 65 and a half. Texas did it by themselves last week. They got like 70. So uh, if they want to do that again, that'd be great. Texas A&M minus seven against Mississippi State. I think these are two very bad teams. Texas A&M is just a little better, a little less worse. Um, Cincinnati minus one and a half over Notre Dame at Notre Dame. That's right. And I'm doing this because one simple fact: last week, the Fighting Irish gave Chip Kelly a Gatorade bath for winning a game that they were supposed to win. I think. Well, they were they were down. They were underdogs by six and a half. But he got a Gatorade shower in the fourth week of football. So that's terrible. They're riding that high. Cincinnati's coming out of nowhere. They're going to beat them. Cincinnati's even favored by one and a half. I'm taking the one and a half. They're going into South Bend and beating the Irish. Texas Tech, West Virginia over 56. That's just another Big 12 matchup that I think is going to go over. It worked for me last week, and I hope that it works again for me this week. Georgia Tech money line against Pittsburgh. I got nothing except Georgia Tech won last week, and I used to live there. So go Georgia Tech. Now, NFL, Uh, straight-up picks. Tonight, I got the Bengals to beat the Jaguars, and I also bet the over 46 points. On Sunday, we got the Chiefs against the Eagles. I took the Chiefs and the over 54. Just Chiefs as my pick-em-pick. I'll let you know if there's a spread pick. Titans are going to beat the Jets. Uh, Bills are going to beat the Texans. Saints are going to beat the Giants. Bears are going to beat the Lions somehow, some way. I don't know how. Maybe Nick Foles is starting. There's no word yet. Uh, But it's going to be bad. But I also picked over 42 because that's another game. Definitely an under. So you pick the over. That's just my logic. Cowboys to beat the Panthers and cover minus four. Vikings beat the Browns in an upset. Dolphins beat the Colts. Falcons beat the Washington football team. Cardinals to go to L.A. and beat the Rams. I bet the money line and over 55 points. 49ers at home against the Seahawks. I like them. Packers to beat the Steelers. I picked the Packers minus 6.5, and and the Packers are my survivor pick. Uh, Broncos to beat the Ravens. And Sunday night football, Tom Brady's return to Foxborough. It's going to be all Buccaneers. Uh, They're at minus 7 right now, but I'm not betting the spread, but I did take over 49 points. Monday night, Chargers minus 3.5 over the Raiders. Took that as well. Now let's get to NASCAR picks. Oh, yeah, on Saturday. The trucks race first, and I picked Johnny Sauter to win the race at plus 2,000. Xfinity, I picked AJ Allmendinger to, to win the race, plus 800. And then on Sunday, I did not pick a winner, but I have two top fives and a top 10. Top five, my boy Chase Elliott. Top five, Ryan Blaney. And top 10, Griff's boy Bubba Wallace. So those are my NASCAR picks. I'm going to post all of these picks on the Tommy Experience Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages. You can look at them there. Those are my picks of the week. Thank you to Griffin for coming on the podcast. Thank you to everybody for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, and all the things and stuff to everywhere. Uh, Griffin and I are going to have some special content coming out next week, so make sure you listen to that. Thanks for listening this week, and we'll talk to you next week.